This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Lemmy Coffee. Here at Quality Goods, Anson and I are both avid coffee drinkers. Uh, I have a cup almost every morning. Me too. Can't say uh, I can get started without a little bit of coffee. Usually, I prefer the French press. And I usually ground some fresh beans and uh, toss them in my reusable Keurig pod. But however you decide that you want to enjoy your coffee, Lemmy sources all of their beans from India and Brazil, and it's all organic, direct from trade farmers. And if you're not a black coffee drinker, they got some flavor blends for you too. They've got apple cinnamon, they've got a pumpkin pecan, and they even have some uh, pretty tasty chocolate discs that you can float on top of your coffee and turn into a little mocha. It's pretty bomb. So if you want to start your morning with some high vibes, use the link in our bio for your next bag and get 10% off with the code QUALITYGOODS at checkout. Bruce Bornstein is the co-owner and chief purveyor of Spicy Ninja Sauce, slated to be the biggest hot sauce company from the Hawaiian Islands. The Spicy Ninja himself has some big things set in motion on his big island farms, and his peppery concoctions are not only feeding the community, they are creating opportunities. His travels around the world have had a tremendous influence on his spicy flavor palette, and it is evident in his strong lineup of sauces offered by the Spicy Ninja. So whether you're curious about spice, a total hothead, or anything in between, you'll dig this varied conversation about what is indeed the spice of life. So turn up the heat and let's see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. What is going on, good people? You are tuned in to the Quality Goods Podcast. I am Chris Beatty. And I'm Anson J. And today, we've got a friend of mine from the islands. We got Christopher Bornstein, the co-founder of Spicy Ninja Sauce, joining us tonight via Zoom. How are you doing, my man? Aloha. Doing very good. How's it? Yeah, yeah I think I missed oh, the opportunity yeah. to say aloha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, we met back in what December. It wasn't even that long ago. It wasn't that long. I think yeah. COVID was just starting to get its grip on China. Yeah, yeah. yeah we d- we didn't really know about that at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I like that was. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't hear any COVID news at that time. Yeah, I, we I were blissfully unaware, man. It was <laughs> yes. unicorns and rainbows yeah. in our future. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Perusing the uh, farmers market, came across hot sauce. I know I've I've talked about hot sauce quite a bit on on this podcast because I'm a, uh, I, I guess what you would say a connoisseur. You know, I don't know at what point you become a connoisseur, but I mean, I've, I've made my own hot sauce and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, I think once you get that level, I can consider myself a connoisseur. Once you make your own, you cross that line, you're there. <laughs> a little spicy specialist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, before we dive into all the uh, hot sauce-related stuff, how's it going out there in the islands, man? The islands are actually uh, – I'm super fortunate to be on the big island because we have, oddly enough, all the cases that erupted on this island were all 100% centered around McDonald's. So I think we ended really? up – Really? Wow. Yeah, this one worker came down with COVID. He ended up working at two McDonald's. So everyone he came in contact with, like drive through all that stuff, we ended wow. up, I think, with 60 cases, but they're all cleared at this point. Nice. So it's good to hear. 
Yeah. Uh, fat, act quick. You know, that's, yeah. that's cool that you guys traced it really quickly. And I'm sure it also helps uh, to live on an island where you can trace those things uh, relatively easily. Yeah, to, plus with the big island, I mean, it's rural. For me to get where I am, yeah. Kona, it's like an hour and 20 minutes or something like mm. that. So, yeah, a lot of space, a lot of big country. Yeah, good time to have that, especially now. So, Dude, super fortunate, man. Yeah. Man, too bad that the uh, quarantine didn't hit just a little bit sooner and just kept me on the island instead of having to <laughs> come back home. I wouldn't have minded yeah. being quarantined over there. Say. Yeah, exactly. We could be doing this shit in person, man. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> exactly. real. Man. I think that was the, the first time uh, to the big island for me. I've been to Maui and Oahu and Kauai, but that was my first trip to the Big Island, and I had a uh, I had a wonderful time. Well, dude, you got to come back because did you go to Pololu Valley? Um, in my part of Kauai so. country, the northernmost part of the island. Uh, you know, I made it up towards that direction, and I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, but <laughs> I took a little. I went on a little waterfall hike that wasn't uh, on any trail maps or guides. I just, uh, I won't say who made me aware of this, but uh, I, I got to see a little secret waterfall action. <laughs> dude, that was pretty dope. Dude, super groovy, man. Yeah. As long yeah, as you never was... divulge the location. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, this was a, <laughs> a tight knit thing. So nice. it, it was a lovely stroll, though. It, but it was, uh, it was like through the river, you know. So it was rocky and wet, and not everybody had uh, the best Proper, footwear. Yeah, yeah for, for something like that. I kind of cheated because I, I borrowed my dad's water shoes, so I was like the best equipped. I was like, like hey, let's guys, go. let's all go on this. <laughs> Keep up, guys. Yeah, <laughs> some of them wearing like flip-flops. I'm just like, ooh, not a good choice for this. <laughs> yeah, man. We stum- I stumbled upon you at the, uh, at the farmer's market. I, t- I think I tried all the sauces that you have to offer at that time. And uh, when, when that happens, though, like I, I feel like I get a little spice fatigue. And like towards the end of the journey of tasting hot sauces my <laughs> taste buds get kind of blown out totally man but yeah it's a good problem to have though you know <laughs> being able to even have that many options to get you to that point you yeah know? <laughs> yeah everything delicious uh all, are all your ingredients sourced from the island no sadly not like vinegar and garlic nobody makes vinegar out here garlic <laughs> doesn't grow out here in theory because garlic needs a real cold snap to bulb or it just becomes like a really uh lightly flavored garlic type thing. So we could mm-hmm. grow it on like the side of the mountain, but to get the permit to do that, it would be like a hundred bucks a bulb. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, that's crazy. Some expensive garlic. Yeah. Some expensive garlic. So a lot of the other stuff is grown out here. I now just got a bunch of seed coming in. So I'm going to end up now growing all the carrots and all the beets, like the OG and the Mauna Kea magma. I was working with farmers for that. They kind of dipped away. So then I worked with the local health food stores. They hooked me up with organic. But now that I have the time, I'm going 100% back into the farming. And I'm taking this time to start Rogue Panda Farms, the nonprofit. It's going to be real small at first, but we're growing food to give to the people for free. Because as I look at this COVID thing happening, it's only the financial dominoes are only just beginning. Like people are yeah. only just beginning to run out of their savings. The yes. unemployment system is still that that computer system's been crashed. Oh, geez. Exactly. Dude, people are gonna be out of money 
and when people like especially here in Kohala country I don't want to see a bunch of hungry people because there are people talk about oh there's there's more guns and ammo in Texas than anywhere else I beg to differ I think the big island could give anybody a run for their money. Oh, wow. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have thought that. That's crazy. Oh, they're just, they're quiet is. about it out there. They're, exactly, they're a little more yeah. discreet. They're not yeah. so open carry with exactly. it. Exactly. They're like, yeah, it's, it's tucked proud. away, but we have it, yeah. Oh, dude, tucked away. But we have, depending on what drawer you look into, which car, depends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Always See, three feet I, away. I can me. support gun culture if it's like that, you know, not brandishing out trying to wave guns around i I don't want to turn this into a a gun debate but totally and i'm 100 percent with you the one thing i've been poo-pooing out here is a bunch of people are like oh we need to get guns now i'm like no 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 if you don't know how to use it already you just exactly you just be cool otherwise you're gonna yeah you don't need a high stress level trying to learn something like that yeah right you're gonna end up exactly your daughter you know it just chill yeah exactly i mean i definitely agree with you though too like you know with this time dealing with what we're dealing with right now i i definitely thought about that it's like how can i come out of this like helping you know the community around us because we see we no matter what the person's background is whatever we're all struggling in, in a different way with this you know so how how do we all come and, and really be a neighborhood and a city together again in a country a state you know so and it's super cool like i i want to put in real quick a plug for kona brewing company their executive chef pulled together the different people that he works with because they're totally shut down and they're yeah. now making <clears throat> god i think a hundred gallons of a uh, fresh caught wild fish soup per week to give to the oh, wow mm. no one's paying them for this or anything yeah. he just brought these different chefs together and they're banging it out week after week and now coca-cola is it's just it's real cool to see on an island because i know all these people and to see who's stepping up using this time to do things. Yes. And the other people that are just complaining. And it's so Kona Brew. Totally yeah. groovy. Nice. Yeah, yeah shot I out. Su- yeah. I supported them while I was out there. I went to the brewery, ate there with my family, bought some beer, obviously. They were the they were the first big company to give me a uh, they're like, all right, we'll give you a shot. And That's if you awesome. to do the uh, sauce collabs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's used in the kitchen. You can get it on the tables, get it in the gift shop. Yeah. And they were totally cool to give me real estate on the label. Like it's uh yeah. They're a groovy company. A lot of people say yeah. a lot of things about big corporations, but that's one of the beauties about having a small business is I've really I've really learned now. And since I'm in Hawaii, I'm getting global economics and it's just starting a small business outside of quitting drinking probably one of the best things i've ever done for my life because it's given Mm. me understanding that before i would just talk shit about stuff and now i realize i didn't even have a clue what i was saying yeah and it's uh it's been amazing man yeah i mean i think you bring a a good point with you know now you you see a little bit of the corporate world i work with a company that's big like that but that's still like a rarity in that in the lane where obviously like you said they're, they're not doing this helping like helping out the community because of the covid like they were always about small business and the people around them you know because they were doing that with you way before this happened right so you totally. know Wait. that's just what what's built into their game plan yeah and it, it was great because their executive chef he like he walked me through pricing he's like look i'm not trying to rip you off but this is what i have to work with so you have to figure out if you can hit these price points because this is where I'm at and uh, 
it's real cool. Whereas some other places here on the big island, and we won't mention names because we're not into gossip, you mm -hmm. know, they brought me in and uh, they just as quick dropped me because I, I, I missed one little thing here or there. And it's just, yeah, so it, it's been really cool because it's dispelled a lot of the preconceived notions I had about big business and I... I just have a whole lot more understanding. And for that, I'm thankful because it, it took away a lot of the confusion and anger and I can just live life. Nice. Well, I will definitely continue to keep supporting Kona Brewing because I love their beer. Cheers. As well as their policies. <laughs> exactly. Two for one. We could support uh, the sauce there too. So, yeah. you know, oh. get both names. <laughs> I mean, they're bringing together people through food and that's uh, a lot of what you do as well. You know, you're feeding people. Yeah. Um, when did your love of spicy food come into play? Have you always been into spice or what, what yeah. was your introduction? That started early on. According to my parents, like as a young one, I would always hit up the Tabasco and then I got into yeah. the so in Tabasco, school, the gateway drug. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure that's like a that company is almost as old as our country. Yeah, for that's real. Nuts. For real. Dude, I think we talked about that on yeah. another episode, actually, just because mm -hmm. of their staying power. Yeah, I mean, 200. To remain like. Yeah, yeah, 250 years old now. You're getting one of the most complex hot sauces to make for the absolute most rock bottom. Like, I could never make sauce the way they make it and sell it at that price. You're getting something that's been barrel aged for like a year for $1.75. Yeah, you can't even buy a barrel oh. right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, and they hit a lot of uh, a lot of good points here. It's like well balanced. It's a good heat level. Like everybody can enjoy. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's a good, not too intimidating, you know, and it's on the table of like any yeah. breakfast diner that you can come yeah, across. Exactly, dude. It's on any table. I so I've traveled all over the world, and we're going to come back to the Navy in a second because that was key <laughs> for solidifying hot sauce. But I've been in, like, deep country Thailand. Don't recognize anything. There's that bottle of Tabasco. Boom. Wow. Boom. Yep. Deep Get that green top, that red. That red. <laughs> like, it wasn't a Coca-Cola. It was a bottle yeah. of Tabasco. Tabasco bro. <laughs> Cutting the head off the chicken right there. Like, <laughs> put this up for you, and it's, all right, Tabasco. So and it's crazy because, like, yeah, when you go to these diners or whatever kind of different foods, they'll have their other hot sauces and then Tabasco. Like, it's going to be there even when there's other options, you know? Like, boom. Totally. Foundation. Foundation mm -hmm. sauce right there. That's why whenever anyone talks shit about it, I got to back them up real quick and be like, you don't that's understand. Nice. <laughs> yeah. they, they, that, that's like Henry Ford. Yeah, yeah. Straight and up. exactly. And it's you don't even think about it because it's just part of our lives, you know, like you take yeah. it for granted because and the price point makes it seem like you said, like even you saying that I already have another appreciation for that, you know, so. Yeah, it's mental. So it went from that to then high school. There is this restaurant, Carlos and Charlie's All You Could Eat Chicken Wings. And my buddies and I were already starting to get into drinking at this point. We would go there. All You Can Eat Chicken Wings. And I just got <laughs> spicier. Then I joined the military, went into Naval Marine Corps intelligence training, and that's when hot sauce really started to play a crucial factor because God bless all the Navy cooks, but military <laughs> food is military food. Just, yeah. If you're an enlisted military dude and you don't have hot sauce, good luck, man. 
Yeah. yeah. They're not exactly shopping the farmer's market yeah, exactly. uh, every yeah. week, you know? We're, we're talking great F beef sometimes. Like, <laughs> this is the stuff that, you know, it, it got cut out of every other market. And they're like, well, feed it to our troops. Yeah. yeah we can't feed the gen pop with this, but uh, hey, the soldiers will eat this <laughs> slop. Yeah. And the, the crystalline moment for me with hot sauce came in the Persian Gulf where I'm assuming the Department of Defense made a deal with the Cholula Company. And that was my first time ever having Cholula. Mm. And all mm. another, another state yeah, classic. Dude, yeah. The, the world open next thing. <laughs> I, I had a catalog because we're talking 1996, 97. So I had a mail order catalog. I start, I think it was Mojada, Mobetta. I started mail ordering hot sauce. By the time I got out of the Navy, dishes were done. But I didn't start this company until 2014. I went through two marriages, two divorces, you know, fitness uh, assistant manager at 24-Hour Fitness, real estate millionaire for a hot second in Las Vegas, nightclub promoter in Vegas and South Beach. <laughs> Back to it's quite a resume. Yeah, getting all over, hopping around. Australia to be a lifeguard. And then finally, <laughs> I came to Hawaii um, in 2000, late 2005, early 2006. My, uh, I was living in, in Hilo. Were you in Hilo when you were down here? Did you no. check for Hilo? That's the east side no. of the island. Super yeah, tropical. Yeah, yes. we, we didn't make it that far during that. Time. I, I was there for a stretch of five days. My family was there for a little bit longer, but the main attraction of that was my sister getting engaged. So that we kind of all right. Uh, did, I was li- did I was family li- stuff, but next time, next, next dude, time. I will show you. I will. Sh- yeah, Hilo's super dope. But uh, I was living there. I drove my truck to get a guitar here in North Kohala, and it broke <laughs> down at a. I rocked up to this place and the transmission seal popped. Turns out it was a vegan commune. I ended up staying there for three months. And uh, not only did it solidify me then as being vegan, I've been vegan now 14 years, but it also got me into Kohala, which is the only place on the planet Earth I've come back to. So I've been in Kohala from 2006, 2010. I got fed up with the world, went on a bicycle ride from my hometown, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to Northern California, down through Mexico. I was talking at schools and stuff. Finally, uh, ran out of money, ended up getting on a sailboat to try to get back to Hawaii. Sailboat broke. We were drift at sea for like 15 days, picked up by the Mexican Navy. I didn't even know Mexico had a Navy. Um, (laughs) Stoked, super stoked they had a Navy. I ended up getting back to Lancaster, and I was like, all right, what can I do? I was like, I'm going back to Kohala. Got back here in 2014, hoard around for a little bit. Um, and then I met the, at the time, the love of my life, Lauren McKinley. And within a few months, we were there at the Kohala coffee mill. Um, that's where a lot of the people in town go to kick off their day. And my buddy, Ben and Duke, had made this. Hawaiian chili paper, pepper sauteed chili paste for this local Thai restaurant. And a few days earlier, I had been griping. I just found out that Hawaii imports 90% of its food. And I was like, that's mental. If those ships stop coming for three days, we are going to be throwing down for Count Chocolate in the cereal. <laughs> Dude, mental. 
And so I, I was eating this chili paste and I was like, we need to start a hot sauce company and I'm going to start a farm. And the brothers looked at me and they're like, oh shit. Cause they're, I mean, they, they grew up here. They're all about Hawaiian time. And they're just like, you're talking about <laughs> yeah. right now, Chris, you're getting bold. But you know, they came the next day. I looked online for some recipes. We made these three micro batches and uh, they all tasted terrible. They looked like shit. They even smelled <laughs> bad. The guys, this the first time you ever personally made hot sauce. Very first time mm. ever. This this was the beginning, and uh, they were like, "Hey, we're out. Good luck to you and your hot sauce company." I looked, at <laughs> and, and, you know, I had the beginnings of tears in my eyes because I was like, "This is gonna work." And she was like, "It's <laughs> cool." She left the kitchen, and I just sat there, and I got so pissed off. I wanted to teach these sauces a lesson. So I poured each of the three uh, batches into the blender and I hit blend. I was going to kill them, right? <laughs> I was all mental at this point. And uh, as soon as I hit blend, the like muddy brown color turned bright poppy orange. Citrus notes hit the air. And I was like, what the for real fuck? Put my finger and tasted it. And I was like, a star is born. Now, of <laughs> course, I didn't write anything down. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> I called up the guys. I was like, do you remember anything about what we're doing? And we were all stoned and, you know, loosey goosey. They <laughs> gave their best. Lauren, thankfully, had taken some basic notes. So after a month and a half, I recreated the mistakes to recreate the recipe, which gave you spicy ninja OG, three wrongs make a right. Nice. Dunzos. And then from that, there. That's what I ate on my dinner tonight, actually. Ow, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Tasty so, one. So from there, it was a cool enough recipe that we could just pull one ingredient out, put another one in, add something, and we just bam, 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 Tesla Model X, Model S, Model Y, just started cranking out. We went from one sauce to 15 to 50, back to 20, and now it's like holding steady at 18. Nice. Four and a half yeah. years later. Yeah. Good lineup. I'm sure that you can pair with any food across the spectrum. Totally, dude. Oh, and beverage. I noticed you guys have uh, some mm-hmm. some beverage uh, recipes on your on your website and, as well. And there's so many. Like when you look at a lot of this stuff, and for me, it's not tooting my horn. It's a downfall because, like, I heard in the I, I've been really into uh, the Punisher as a comic book, so I got really into the Netflix Punisher show. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a good one. Dude, I'm on my third time watching it. But one of the sayings in there was faster alone, farther together. And I think one of the greatest failings I've had is this lone wolf mentality. And now it's really time to start cranking out the team because that that's really going to be the only way that this is going to be able to be the kind of company that I want it to be. And I was talking with my buddy Bennett today. He's the... Uh, his family is the family that started Campbell's soup. And he was talking to me. He's like, you know, do you really want to make a lot of money with this or what's your goal? And I was like, no, it's, it has to be self-sustaining, but this is going to be the key for me to do a bunch of stuff. And like, as far as a company goes, I just want it to be like Newman's own. The people that work for it get paid well, but all profits go to charity. Like my whole goal, because I'm on this tropical Island and stop me if I'm rambling, but oh, no. Go on. because I'm on this tropical island, I see a lot of companies that are like, yo, this is virgin territory. Let's rape and pillage and make our money and jam. And it's like, dude, 
This is par- This is literally yeah. paradise. Even the mystical people, their maps of the world, ley lines, um, L-E-Y, like Machu Picchu, Stonehenge, Pyramids of Giza, the highest concentration of ley lines on their map, Big Island, Hawaii. So my thing is I got to protect this, which is why even though my finances right now are like, holy shit, what's going on? (laughs) I spent the money to prove to myself like yeah i need a cyber truck because a it's the best <laughs> it's the best yeah. deal for a vehicle if you yeah. look at a base model ford f-150 that's like 60 grand for 57 grand i just got a tesla cyber truck that can drive by itself assuming i have the money to pay for it by the time delivery comes in 2022 but the point is <laughs> like i want this company to, to redefine how things are done because this is a such a unique spot on the planet. Yeah. Like, dude, it's paradise. And people are looking at it like, well, I just got to get mine. And it's like, oh, my God. Dude. I mean, the, the reason why it's as beautiful as it is is because of the balance with what's going out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put in what you give out. And that's why it looks the way it is and it feels the way it is, man. You know, and that's good that you see that. I mean, like you said, it's the one place you went back to, right? Like, you know, so there's a reason for that. There's, there's something about it. Yeah. For those have, that have never been to Hawaii, it's such a magical place yeah. that there's really no words to explain the energy and the vibrations that exist there. Like you really have to experience it. Yeah. And different islands are different vibes too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I didn't get to spend a lot of time in Hilo, but, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it is different, you know, everybody, totally crazy. And like, I've heard a couple, I have some geologist buddies, and they were telling me that with the big island itself, so active volcano, right? We've got magma going on beneath our feet. Well, magma creates a huge electromagnetic pool. And if you think about your brain, your heart, pacemaker, that's electromagnetism. So when you're on the big island, it's literally attracting you or repelling you. And it's yeah. such a trip to think about it that way. And yet it's true. Yeah. Trippy place, man. For a crazy guy like me. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, exactly. The, the perfect storm, man. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you were to describe a perfect storm in a bottle, which one of your sauces would uh, would you call the perfect storm? Is it yet to be created? <laughs> you know, I think it might be the one that I'm out of because it's so pepper intensive. Holy smokes, the easy creeper. It's okay. so funny. Yeah, yeah we're, we were just we're perusing. Just exactly. We we're just perusing the site a second ago. Dude, that one. I've had so many people, like even super, super hotheads, like people that can handle really hot. And they said, oh, you know, we we hit it up and it has this great flavor. And we were like, what is this guy talking about really hot? And then it just boom. (laughs) And for me, I can't, I just can't. I can't mess with it (laughs) at all. Like I I dip in a spoon, put that on my tongue and then just like, ah. Because one five-gallon batch, five gallons, you know, that, that's not a big pot at all. It has 20 pounds of ohia and kiabe smoked ghost peppers blended down with two bottles of Kaloa coffee rum. And it is just, that shit's mind-altering, man. It mm. really is. Yeah. Sounds crazy. Yeah. My favorite is uh, God-fearing monkeys in the temple of the sweet chili bang-bangs. 
(laughs) (laughs) My perfect storm. Like if any other company in the world made that sauce, I would buy that sauce from them. I just got lucky to come up with the recipe. But for me, that, that would be my perfect storm in a bottle right there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, I, mean, I like that too. It's it's a good point to bring up is like even being in hot sauce, you're not looking for the spiciest for you. That's not your thing, you know? Like that's your lane, but you know that there's the levels of it too, you know? So totally. you know, I think I think that would be an assumption some people would make cuz you're all yeah. about the heat no, seeker, there, you yeah, know. There's there's definitely a subculture of uh as you said hotheads out there that are yeah. just seeking out the the hottest sauces out there. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I do that from time to time. I, I like yes, to do a heat exactly. check once in a while and just be like, you know what? Let me find the hottest thing possible. I don't, I don't consume that kind of stuff on a regular <laughs> basis. I just like to like see where say, you're at. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, and you, you can even see me punk out. Um, so one of the co-founders, the guy who was there, Ben Barclay, his brother, Micah, we recently did our first video. We're going through all the peppers that are used in the spicy ninja sauces so if you go i mean it's a shitty youtube channel so i'm definitely not giving a shout out here but if you go to (laughs) spicy ninja sauce we got a few videos up there and the most the most recent one posted is this video three and a half minutes or so long and you can see micah i mean he is just stoic cowboy just tears rolling down his face (laughs) still able to talk and you look at me and it's like this brother's going to die. I'm watching, you know, and in the back of my head, it's like someone call 911 for this fool. You're like, why, why are you recording this? You need to get him some help. <laughs> help. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not, I love spicy, but I am not a hothead. Like I just, I can't, but I'm going to do these videos because, you know, A, I need to show people that I, I, I have tasted the peppers, like I am mm-hmm. putting thought into making the recipes, and B, I'm I'm here with the common man. I'm not yeah. some superhuman <laughs> muncher, like that's not. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm expecting like we're gonna break into this one, the the chocolate. Re- I don't even the name with it. It's from yeah. uh, Joe's Peppers. It's this Reaper pepper, and like. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to do it at my farm. And part of the reason we're going to do it at my farm is because it's directly up the road from fire rescue. And mm-hmm. I've heard of <laughs> people busting their esophagus on this shit and I'm oh. not trying to die, but I will take the plunge. Papa, pop a whole one. Just boom. Ugh. And we have a rule, like you got to chew it up and then swallow and like, Oh yeah. man. Dude, it, well, dude, yeah. I mean, like you said, you want to know what you're putting your yeah. customers through, you know, like, because I'm like, how dare you, man? You've never even <laughs> tested this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> right. right. So yeah. yeah. The spiciest sauce that I've ever tasted was a Carolina Reaper sauce. I've never popped a whole raw Carolina Reaper in my mouth, but oh. uh, that, that sauce was, was pretty intense. It's heinous, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there there was one that I had when I was in 24-hour fitness when hot sauces were, when the boutique market, because this would be like 2001, when it was starting to pop off, it was called Pure Cap. And basically, all the, it was just capsaicin oil. Did it even have a flavor? Dude, it, no, it was, it was just, it was brutal. It was like uh, they basically just took Bear Be Gone spray and just yep. put it in a dripper bottle. And uh, yep. 
Yeah, man. And I got. Yeah, the, I, I, I got. Yeah, I remember that in high school too. Yeah, people ha- would have it, and they're just. I'm like, why <laughs> would you ruin yourself like that? Yeah, you know yeah are they pranking like, people? Yeah, exactly. That's what it people? was. Exactly. That's what it was. It was like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I pranked one of my sales guys, and I didn't realize what would happen because I didn't try it at this point. <laughs> you know, oh, this is before you implemented that that uh, <laughs> that try everything. <laughs> dude, we got these chili dogs, and I just. I laced his shit, right? <laughs> so I kind of opened it, hoping that the psychology would be he would start from that side, and I laced the back half of the chili dog. Bro, projectile vomit. Oh, oh my no. God. I felt so bad. <laughs> and I, I told, he, he came at me, he swung on me, he hit me a couple <laughs> times, and I was just like, dude, I totally deserve it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So, yeah. and then he's like, wow. you need to do it. And I took a dropper full of it and I was done, man. Done for the rest yeah. of the brutal shit. <laughs> so, we'll never, Spicy Ninja will never go. I think the hottest I'm going to do is just like blending down whole peppers because there's still like, there was a, at that Waimea farmer's market where you met me, I don't know, eight or nine year old girl came up and she was like, you know, I want to try this one the holy smokes and i was like mm. no way are your parents here she's like you don't need to worry about my parents like, <laughs> All right, go ahead give it a shot here we go <laughs> ladled it on a chip like oh like, no up. and i was like are you sure she's like come on and then she just turned around and walked away and i was like oh man like, i was like did something crazy. happen did the sunshine on this bottle did it kill the heat and no, I tasted a little bit right back to gagging, spitting up. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see different people's reaction to Spice. Like, yeah. I'm sure you've seen the show Hot Ones by now. Oh, dude, totally. Yeah, so it's interesting to see, like, different, like, some people die. Some people can get through Just it unscathed and, yeah. and, I, and in everything in between, you yeah. know. But some people die on, like, the, sm- the most minimal amount of Spice. Yeah totally yeah like in my family it's a rite of passage like you you have to handle your heat at a young age i'm saying uh you know and now i i know better i know where i can go but i don't go there anymore you know what i'm saying like so i i've noticed over time like i used to have a whole line of mild sauces and at about year three people just really weren't interested in those mild sauces anymore it's like exactly as a whole shifted because i think we just learn we're, we're learning more and more about like yeah just those things like even when as a young person you think the huge plate of food was like the bang for your buck like oh this is great but you realize just having the right bites and having the right balance at the end you're way more satisfied you know you're not yeah. bloated feeling or you know you don't you don't go over the top with whatever it is you you know how to drink your limits right when if you if, when you're younger or you but you have to learn those things <laughs> right 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 yeah. And the spice is letting you experience your food in another way, like yeah. far, like more than just taste. You're feeling, you know, yeah. reactions from exactly. the capsaicin, and, and you start to yeah. start to. And it's uh, like the sickest. And, it's the sickest yeah. feeling because you're like, it, especially the ones that get you to the edge, and you're like, no, but it's enough to keep you going. That's like yeah. the worst of them. You know, like you know, the, like the I can put it on Cheeto, every yeah. the hot Cheeto effect. You exactly, know? Like those things can get pretty spicy, but yeah. you just keep. But I can, it's keep enough. Exactly, yeah, them. yeah. And if you just keep popping them, you'll be cool. But the moment you stop, then it, it catches like, up. Yeah, heat just builds exactly. up. Exactly. And- <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah man, so, you, you know, like you said, before you return over to the islands, you were traveling around doing a lot of different things. Were you able to do some research or see some different hot sauces, like, in the different, you know, countries and cities you're in out here? Oh, dude, totally. Like, you know, since I got into hot sauce, like, really and truly in the Navy, while I was in the Navy, I hit most countries in Asia and the Middle East. Mm. So I got into... And then on my own, like with my first and second wife, I traveled all over Europe and I just got into spice in in general. And dude, one of the coolest things, so when I did this big bike ride from 2010 to the end of 2013, I ended up living in Baja, California, in Ensenada. And that was the first time, not only did I make salsa, because I got, I've mm. always loved to cook. So I got into making salsa cause I, you know, I saw a whole new way of cooking down there and, uh, I ended up bottling the salsa, like, you know, the Mason jars, the lid sucks down. As soon as you mm-hmm. open it, you gotta refrigerate yep. it. I had that shit sold in six little boutiques in Ensenada in Mexico. I would sell salsa. <laughs> You're like, I'm, yeah. Dude from Pennsylvania, no, yeah, selling exactly. salsa to Mexicans in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the, can't be much better <laughs> feelings than that, you know, to be accepted like that. Not just, not just making it, selling it, you know, like being able to be out there like, I, they're embracing it. <laughs> super, and the one guy, the one Mexican dude, he comes up, he's like, it's kind of funny, isn't it? I was like, yeah. He's like, what's your thing? Uh, ice to Eskimos. We're your yep, Eskimos. Yep. Yeah. The ice man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's the, awesome. if you look on the website, the flying raccoons and the army of the green ghosts, that was one of the two salsas that I sold. And I just took that recipe and turned it into hot sauce. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. That's Yeah. It's kind of going to be the like story behind the sauce. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of going to be my next thing is like, yeah, you started doing the, the different research and obviously you're already making, you know, but like when you started getting that idea with the sauces flowing like was there like a foundation or like uh, some kind of flavor you were kind of looking for at first or like what you want you know no no clue when i first started it was all like i literally knew nothing like the primary experiences i've had in life my parents taught me how to cook the united states navy taught me how to think and that's what i've been running this business with like that naval intelligence training like it reprograms if if you're lucky like at the time i didn't like it but now it's like giving me a way to look at things and without it this business would have failed a while ago but i had like i got sales experience from 24-hour fitness and then i got the the taste for money being a real estate millionaire for like a hot second um but i had no experience farming no experience making a product no business experience um (laughs) So pretty much when I started out, I was looking for nothing except something that tasted good so I could start a farm so I could guilt other people into farming so they would start farming so we wouldn't have to import food. That was my aim. And it's a, it's a weird business aim now that I look back on it, but thank God. Um, and then, you know, just hitting up a lot of the different recipes online. Like I never thought about putting carrots in a hot sauce. Oh, that, yeah, the one of my favorite hot sauces that I discovered, I, I saw that one of the main ingredients was carrots, and that changed my Is that perception Marie, on what. Marie uh, M- Melinda's. Melinda's, yeah. 
Oh, see, no, no. yeah, I was just telling him about this. Yeah, I, we just, I, I was like, yeah. I don't have a bottle of this in my yeah in my arsenal right now. Like, yeah. what's wrong with me? That's like the that's my like my grail right there. I love yeah, that stuff. That stuff. And yeah, that one. The first the, time I had the that. spicy ninja OG kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Dude, totally. reminiscent. Man. And later on, I was like, "Oh shit! I hope no one ever accuses me of like cheating or something." Because then I was oh, like, "That no, was really please. similar." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think too. Like, you know, I started trying to experiment with sauces, and then w- with another friend, and it's like, man, this this reminds us because because you're you're pulling from your experiences and what you loved, you know, and you're like, I think these little, you know, and yeah, you're like, okay, sauce. If I want this sauce to come out this color, there's certain things I can use for that, whatever it is, you know, so. Well, that and then that's where, like, so I came up with the OG, and we were using Hawaiian chili peppers at this point. And then once we had the recipe, we went to our first farmer's market. We had six bottles for sale. And uh, this one guy, Smiling Joe, he came up. Smiling Joe, older guy, he's just always smiling. I think something maybe with the dentures. I'm not sure. Super <laughs> cool dude. And uh, he was like, hey, man, I want you to think about your company becoming really big someday. You really want to mess around and pick all those little Hawaiian chili peppers? And I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And he hands me three ghost peppers. He's like, just cut these open, plant the seeds, wait for them to grow, and then start making your sauce with these. So between Smiling Joe's three ghost peppers and $200, the company was born. Oh. Dude. That's it. It's it's a trip. To think back to that and just the – the whole shit show with the first three sauces <laughs> and see where it is now. Like now I, I've been super stoked. Cause I didn't know what was going to happen when the COVID apocalypse began because my orders went from, I was knocking it down for me, you know, super stoked seven grand a month income, just constantly cranking month after month, like finally getting to the point where I could lean into trusting the universe. Like, you know, this shit's going to work. And then next month, it was like $300 in orders. And I was like, oh, shit. And then my landlady was like, don't worry about it. We're not going to kick you out. At some point, we'll ask you for money to cover these months. But just you're the first company that's come out of Kohala that a lot of us talk about. Maybe you have a chance to be global. And you're already giving jobs to people. You started farms. We would be fools to cut you off now. Yeah. We'll fuck up our karma. And I'm just like, damn. So, I mean, starting a business for me <clears throat> has been the closest thing I've ever found to finding religion. So yeah. now when I hear these capitalists talk about, you know, business is my religion, I used to think, you fucked up greedy motherfuckers. And now I'm like, preach on, brothers and sisters. I hear you. Because I finally yeah. do. Yeah, it, it, it's been a trip. I'm going to tear up on you over here in a second. Man, I mean, but I think you made a really good point, man, and, and something I've been kind of reading about and just feeling more and what we really see with our guests. It's that why, man. You know what I mean? Like, if you set out to make the best sauces and that's all you were focused on, I don't think you would have had this community around you, right? Like, but your goal was to do something for the island, you know, and yeah. the hot sauce was your vehicle for it, but the main goal was to do it. And that's obviously, they see that, man. And you were already creating, like you said, for jobs and, and they, and they, they're, yeah, they're rallying behind you. You know what I mean? And it's like, to anyone else, it's just hot sauce, right? That's, it's not hot sauce for you guys. It's, it's the symbol of the island there, you know, and like your, your, your community. Yeah, totally. And I mean, 
if you look at it, I've only had, excuse me, um, one employee and she started at the end of 2019. So it was just Lauren and I up until, you know, mid 2018. And we, in that time, we started three farms, right? Because, you know, you make a handshake deal with someone and if they don't like what you're doing, it's their property. They're like, peace. So yeah. like the first farm we were on, it was going real well. I set up with the USDA to get an inspection. And the night before the inspection, you know, the day before we tilled all this land, you know, this is where we're going to do all the planting. He planted a bunch of pot plants in there. And I was like, bro, <laughs> this is the USDA. We, we can't. So I had to cancel that inspection. He got real angry. So then we had to start another farm. With the next farm, things were going really good, and the, the guy was a, a software engineer, you know, made a shitload of money doing his thing, and he was like, look, I need to invest in your company. And I was like, dude, I, I can't take your money because I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> I'll waste it. And he was offering a truckload of cash, and I was like, you have no idea. Just hearing you say that, the stress that my mind immediately starts to create because I'm thinking about what I have to do there's no way. He's like, well, you got to find another farm. So it's just, just the amount of, and I'm not trying to wind you guys, but the amount of hurdles you have to keep on crushing through. And one of the most difficult things, like for me, hasn't been figuring out the business. It's been figuring out farming because no matter what you do, your best case scenario is things will grow. Your worst case scenario is not only did they die, they died terribly, and now you have nothing to make hot sauce with. Good luck. Because yeah. finding ghost peppers out here, you can't. Like these, it's just, yeah. So it's been, it has been, it, it's been a trip. So it's super cool to see these people like backing me now because it's, because uh, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen in all these hours, you know. 15 hour physical labor days day after day month after month year after year they could all go down the drain and yet it's like in the back of my head now i'm like yeah there's gonna be cyber trucks delivering sauce we're gonna get to the point where we can have two to three 60 foot catamarans with rigid solar sails and an ai driving them and they're going to be delivering, you know, each catamaran's going to be able to have 30 pallets of hot sauce. We're going to be delivering this stuff inter-island. Game on, man. Game on. You got the vision, certainly, man. And I got the vision. We'll see if I got the the mojo, brother. The mom <laughs> pull it off, man. Because I get just, the sauce. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it's been a trip. It's been it's been a long life. It, it's been good. I'm only 44. This is the first time in recent history where I felt like good about life. Usually I'm fairly, you know, the glass is half empty. Fuck everything. It's, it's a bad world out there. But now I'm like, no, it's a, it's a really good world. I think good things can happen. I think bad things will always be happening. But if you yeah. look at how many bad things have happened in our civilization, do people have always thought it's going to be the end? Here we are. Mm. Keep right now, there's a global pandemic and we're talking. Yeah, yeah man. Exactly. When I, boom, dude. It's like, 
So it's just been cool. And I mean, part of that has been, I think for me, finally getting to a point where I'm not drinking. And I really thank the, you know, my ex-girlfriend and co-founder, Lauren, she, uh, she saw the worst of me as a human, but she still loved me. So when that relationship went away, I was like, I have to make some serious change or what am I doing on this planet? And quitting drinking for me, like at heart, I'm a lush. Like I will never down talk alcohol. I love it. But it just got to the point where physically I would go to the bathroom. There'd be blood in the toilet, man. And so it's like, what am I going to do? Got to stop drinking. And so then just to see the changes I started making, started getting back in shape. Then I started doing, you guys ever hear of Paul Stamets? No. Mm -mm. Foremost mycologist on the planet. Check out his Joe Rogan experience um, interview. Mm-hmm. guy is a genius he came up with the stamet stack where you so you take a microdose of psilocybin so the size of a grain of rice of magic mushroom if you feel anything you did wait that's all good yeah we lost you at uh right grain of rice size magic mushroom add to that niacin and lion's mm-hmm. mane mushroom And basically what you're doing for your brain is the psilocybin allows neurons to be created between the parts of the brain that ordinarily wouldn't talk to each other. The niacin is going to create a blood flush to all those new neurons being made, which is key because that gets the chemicals in the lion's mane there and they create a myelin sheath around these neurons, a fatty layer. So it's like the psilocybin is paving in a new road the niacin is road workers coming and then laying down the lion's mane, which is paving that road. So once the psilocybin leaves your body, those new neurons mm. stay. So it permanently changes the way you think. Wow. Yeah. Epic, epic. And I saw what it did for my father who was in the beginning stages of dementia. And that's why I preach it to everybody because it working on me, it could have just as easily yeah. been not drinking. It working on my father, it worked on my father, period. It just like it stopped the dementia from progressing further or it slowed it down or 80 years old. And now he checks his stocks on his (laughs) smartphone that they had a flip phone for the last year. And that was as far Mm -hmm. as they got technologically. Now he's busting out telling me about stuff on the smartphone. And it's like, wow, that shit works, man. Period. Period. End of story. And I heard about it originally, the psilocybin, because the troops coming back from Afghanistan in Britain, they saw that the antidepressants were just making things way worse. They started doing magic mushrooms. The next thing, these guys, PTSD gone, depression gone. You know, they have limbs blown off and they're like, you know what? I'm still alive. I'm going to go do something with the rest of my life. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, we had, we had another guest in the past, too, like mention um, he's actually in the cannabis industry, but something he was talking about was him starting to explore like Lion's Mane and stuff like that, you know. Um, and plus, like mushroom is it's a huge yeah. part of the world. Yeah, what's one and mushroom we don't know, another? Yeah. Just it, different benefits. Exactly. Yeah. Different and it's, yeah. Like just just when I started studying more of that, too, like how much of the <clears> world <throat> is fungus and and it's its own thing, you know, and obviously uh, us on this earth like you know taking it in and, and being like yeah, the balance you could find it's crazy man totally and, and to anyone listening to this if you're not comfortable with psilocybin or you don't know where to get it if you just use niacin and lion's mane 
it does amazing things for your brain, for your body. If you have a diabetes, a lot of people, they'll start to have the nerves, will start to die back from the extremities of their body. This will help reverse that because it's all about that myelin sheath. That's cool shit, man. Well, now's a good time that we can go into a segment that we call support quality. And we just want to ask you about something that has brought quality to your life lately or, or your business. It could be a person, a place, a thing, a process. But what's something that has brought quality to your life? So something other than not drinking, <laughs> microdosing, and the community getting behind me, yeah. I would say yeah, has been... More, more recent than those things. Like are, Those things are all great but yeah more recent i would say and i'm not saying this sarcastically i would say the current global pandemic for whatever reason and i i've heard one of the people who is assisting me um is a gentleman did you have any of the ola brew brewing company beer when you were here okay so one of the gentlemen, Chris, who really helped structure their entire corporate structure, the marijuana dispensary, all that, he said that, uh, have you ever heard of Robert Kurosaki, Rich Dad, yes, Poor Dad? Yes. Um, okay. He said there's, you know, peacetime and wartime business people. And I don't know if I'm a wartime business person, but I know that with the advent of this pandemic, something like inside me just softened. I felt chill. It was the most relaxed I've been in like 38 years. Like I was adopted. And at the time, uh, the science was tell your kid as early as possible they're adopted. So my parents are telling me at five, I'm adopted. I'm like, so you're telling me you're not my parents. And now I got to learn what sex is (laughs) as well. Because so it was like, So, you know, this is the first time that I've just been like chill and I don't know what exactly it was, but this pandemic has brought me closer to my parents, deeper interpersonal relationships in this town, just something about it. It does pain me to say because people are dying because of it and I'm not, you know, I'm not thankful for their deaths, but yeah, as truthfully as possible, this pandemic has been a... a boon to me because it also shows me that all this other stuff I talked about truly did make a lasting impact because right now, when I look at my financial situation, the old Chris, he should be freaking out. And then the immortal words of Justin Timberlake, the old me is dead (laughs) and gone. Apparently it. Yeah. So, uh, COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree, man. You know, and, and like you said, everyone's going through this in different ways and all that. But like, I also feel similarly of like, I just, I feel in that space where if I can help out somebody else, I want to be able to do that. And, and that's, yeah. And if you can be that one, be that one, you know, and I really like, yeah, I just like that. Uh, yeah. I I think, uh, one positive thing for me that has come out of this is it's caused everybody to just slow down a little bit, you know? This whole, our, our world is yeah. so fast paced. Go, go, go. Bye, bye, bye. Spend, spend, spend. But this has caused everybody to just you know take a deep breath and like just go day by day. Like literally yeah. day by day. Yeah, there's exactly. new developments. Yeah. Truly. Like the, the first week this was going down, I was like, I'm going to get back in shape to the point that when Halloween comes around, I'll be able to be King Leonidas <laughs> from Sparta. How about 
I, I wake up every morning, crack a dawn and go for a jog. By the third, so I was like the only person. By the third week, now I'm running yeah. into people like, oh, hey. And it looks like it's going to be yeah. with us for a while. So if we can figure out how to keep people fed and housed and generally cool, I think overall for our civilization, this may be a turning point towards a better way of life for the average person. I know it's yeah. sketchy right now. And I mean, I'm talking to you from a yurt. <laughs> I'm not living large, but yeah. I'm happy. And that's yeah. happiness yeah. as well. Health man. is wealth, man. 100%. Well, all right, before we wind down all the way, let's get into your sauces and uh, talk about like pairing with food <clears throat> and stuff. Um, yeah, like someone first time on the site, what, what are some some tips you can give them to navigate through if they don't have the ability like Chris was able to, you yeah, know, to look at the ingredients and know what I'm going to get out of it? Mm -hmm. Like what kind of flavor profiles go with popular food items like pizza? Like what would you uh, put on? A, what kind of sauce would you throw on a pizza? For pizza, I would throw, I would throw the advanced tactical weaponized starfruit Death Star <laughs> OG. That's the one that most people say goes well with pizza. To the point that when I tried it, I was like, "That's a good pizza sauce." For fish, I would go with the pina colada of doom. For uh, for the one like just across the board, I would go with OG. For uh. For meats, I would go with magma. That's, is that the the beet um, one? Beets and okay, coconut yeah, coffee. Uh, yeah, I that that was one that I was like I, when I, I brought a bottle of that home with me. I made some wings with it, but it it didn't quite hit. And I just wanted to know like what what should I be eating that, that sauce with? Yeah, that one I would go not chicken so much. Um, chicken also, I've heard a lot of people tell me the pina colada mm. of doom um, for wings. I would go with the OG because the milder version of the OG is what um, the executive chef of Kona Brew guided me to for their wing sauce. So if you want... Is that the beer believe, and wings sauce on, on your site? That mm. one, yeah. And that's just a mild okay. version of the OG. So if you want a little hotter, right. go with OG. But then staying true to hot sauce connoisseurship, Use two thirds OG, one third Franks, because mm. Franks is Franks. And Franks will always be Franks mm -hmm. until the end of time. And to not give them their due would make okay. me look stupid. So that is one of the best All recipes right. I got I like from that. a person. They're like, I hope this, yeah, they're like, I hope this doesn't offend you, but this is what I did. And I was like, yeah. dude, you nailed it. So that, yeah. So that's uh, giving them that's something familiar, sauce, right? but something new at the same time. Like they can't quite place it. Yeah. Yeah. And when I tried it, it just twanged my mouth. Yeah, I was like, it, yeah. oh, nailed it right there. Yeah, totally. And then if you want, if you want a trippy flavor um, and one of the only hot sauces where the name came before the recipe, Biblical Burn. <laughs> Organic sweet potato, burdock root, cardamom, frankincense, and myrrh. And on the 10-year anniversary, I'm going to spring to have the uh, gold Ooh, flake. Nice. So then gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Dude, nice. Killing it right there. Yeah. And that was originally named uh, Sweet Baby Jesus. Because <laughs> of the sweet potato? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. 
but enough people <laughs> got they were upset. <laughs> yeah, we and hear I was you. like, all right, all right, I'm. I, I hear you. I'm changing the name. It is now simply Biblical Burn, and they have since come back. Thank me. <laughs> nice. But for uh, all those in the know, we, we, we know what the real name exactly. is. Yeah, yeah. Boom. And so that one is like, if you just want to try something trippy, go for that one. But now, every now and then, it'll have a surge, and people will love it. They'll be like, oh, I put that on my mm. pork fried rice. I'm like, all right. Um, if you're into putting hot sauce on sweet stuff, use the uh, Tipsy Cocoa Mango Madness with Kaloa Coconut Rum, Organic Mango, Organic Vanilla, Chocolate Habaneros. Put that on ice cream. Put it in smoothies. A vinegar-based hot sauce you can put on ice cream, <laughs> and it's dank. And we were actually going to, for the Kona Brew Fest, we were going to have a uh, – I was working with Hawaii Licks. They were going to have two ice creams out there, and I told them my idea. They're like, that's bullshit. <laughs> you need to come down. We need to do it for here sure. at the store first before we go <laughs> putting ourselves out like that. I took them the Tipsy Cocoa Mango Madness. They were like, here's our luscious Lilacoy. Mm, nice. Put it together. It ended up tasting like oh, cheesecake. Wow. Dude, it was yeah. epic, man. Epic. So yeah. so there's that, man. There's a good – it's an eclectic yeah. mix of sauces, but it really – it nails it. And each one's unique. Each one has its own story, like why it is the way it is. And uh, – I couldn't be more thankful that I got lucky, man. Cause at one point I felt like I saw this interview with Tom Petty and they asked me, how do you come up with this music? And he's like, you know, yeah. it just comes to <laughs> yeah. me. And there was a time where the recipes, you know, I'd be out there on the farm and it's just like, Oh shit. Put in my little notes in my little <laughs> Android phone. We're going to give this one a shot. And just, it was like, it got to the point where I just felt like I could do no wrong. So of course, you know, I got laid low, taken off at the knees, you know, there's a whole bunch of <laughs> fucked up recipes, but there was that, there was that moment, the halcyon months where I just, whatever recipe I put out there and I'd be making it up in my head as I'm tilling the field and digging holes. And then I'd put it together and it would just have the string it, of hits. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah. So that's the uh, that's the hot sauce lineup, and now shout out to uh, to Veronica. She's completely dialed in making our hot sauces, and during this COVID time, she's the only person allowed to make sauce. The only mm. other person would be me. It's not like we have a huge company. And then shout out to Anuhea Sills, who uh, makes our flavored salts. She's now also, she's a seamstress. She's going to be making our Spicy Ninja masks, which we're going to be selling super cheap. And her and her husband uh, ordered a freeze dryer, and they want to make some pretty trippy stuff with uh, freeze-dried sure. Spicy Ninja products. So oh, Yeah, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. I, you know, and as alluded to on your website a little, you said that you want to be the first hot sauce on the Mars colony. Didn't you say something about working towards making that happen? Totally. So I've always been about science just because for as many people that poo poo science, it's like this wouldn't be happening without science. Yeah. Most of our daily lives wouldn't be. Ha I mean, it is what it is. I love it. And I think the dream of going for something beyond is really what's kept like looking over the horizon that that's what, you know, for better or for worse, that that's what got 
civilization where it is today. And then you have people like Elon Musk. Like if you look at what he did, this guy started PayPal to sell it to get the money to start SpaceX, SolarCity, and Tesla. And it's like mental. And so these kind of people are the people I look up to because I, I just can't even fathom that. So then I've always been into space. My father always, you know, had me look into the heavens. You know, that's Orion. When, when you go towards the, the Southern Cross, that'll take you right to Australia, stuff like that. <clears throat> so then I had the opportunity to work with the Keck Observatory. And, you know, there was a huge thing with the, you know, TMT. TMT stands for 30-meter telescope. They wanted to put yeah. that on Mount Achaia. You know, no one knows what's going to happen with that, but... It got me working with the Keck Observatory. One of the people there was like, well, if you ever come up with a powdered hot sauce, we'll, we'll put it in our little, uh, they have the dome where people go for six months where they learn what it'll be like to live if they're on Mars or if there is ever a moon base, something like that. So, you know, I totally do want to be the first hot sauce because one of the things that happens when you go into a, a weightless environment is not having gravity, your heart doesn't have to beat as hard. If your heart's not beating as hard, if you, if you cut the flow of a river, the tributaries that river serves begin to die back. If your heart doesn't have to beat as hard, your blood starts not going to the smallest vessels. Some of the smallest vessels serve your tongue, your taste buds. Your taste buds atrophy. You fucking need hot sauce. I can only imagine the first people to go to Mars are most likely going to be a militaristic. Yeah, they can't human. be eating bland food up the there on Mars. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be some pretty basic food if I can figure out a crushing delivery method. Bam! The last thing we want. What happens you if you eat enough shitty meals in a row? You start messing up, man. <clears throat> we don't need the colonizers oh, messing yeah. up on Mars. One little mistake. Dude, you got to be on it. Spicy Ninja is here to yeah, help right them in, be folks. on it. Yep, yep. Spicy Ninja, first sauce on Mars. Exactly. Get that oh. little nine-year-old Martian, yeah. you know what I'm saying, girl <laughs> at the at the first Mars farmer's market, you know what I'm saying, to test, be the first heat seeker <laughs> out there, you know what I mean? They're ready for yeah. you. And it, it, it's one of those things, like now I've been invited to do videos for the, the middle school and like one of the one of the projects the middle school teacher had is find out what Chris's ideas are through the website and his posts about going to Mars. And it's just like to see them all of a sudden become excited about farming because of what I'm doing with it. It's like, I don't know. I obviously... <laughs> I don't care about going to Mars. I don't know if my company ever will, but just having that trajectory changes everything yep. I do now. And that's exactly. what matters. Where's your head at, man? Wherever your head is at, that's where the, the heart of your company yep. is. And fuck it. If I die tomorrow, no one in this town, well, <laughs> say bad stuff because it is what it is, but for the most part, even the people that say some stuff, they'll be like, you know, his heart was in the right place. He had a exactly, plan. Man. So it's like, and that's really at the end of the day, that's what I'm doing all this for. 
you know, and it's because watching that movie 300 so many <laughs> times, like, you gotta have a good death. Moral yeah. of the well, story, exactly. Yeah. And it, it, you, got, you, can't, you go out on your terms. You go yeah, out on your exactly. terms. Because that last moment when your brain and body knows that it's dying, you're going to replay yeah. everything you did. And like Mel Gibson in Braveheart, every man dies, not yeah. every man lives. I want to make sure that in my dying moment, I'm just, hey, I did the best I could. I made change where change needed to happen, and for sure, I'm good. Off I go. Because can you imagine the hell of having your final thought just be full of regret? Exactly, dude. Knowing that you're never gonna have another thought, and your last thought is, "I wish I could have." Yeah, yeah. it's not it's gonna good, be man. me, man. Well, for those that want to get their hands on some spicy ninja sauce, how can they do so? SpicyNinjaSauce.com. Straight to the point. Keep it simple. Or SpicyNinjaSauce.com. Um, come we'll out to Hawaii. Yeah, when you're able yeah, to, use it as an that. excuse. Take your trip to Hawaii. Like, oh, I, got, I ran out of Spicy Ninja Sauce. I, I, just, got, I guess me, I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> Yo, the guy said I got to go. Yeah. Um, and right now, it, anyone out there listening, I am totally open to advice because I set my company up for wholesale. Now I'm learning online. I put in 30 hours to the website. I'm not trying to brag because I know it can be way better. So anyone that has uh, good or bad, especially bad things to say, please say them. Email me, ninja at spicyninjasauce.com and let me know what I need to do because the only thing I know is that there's yeah. so much yeah. I don't know. Can they know. find you on social media where, we, where the people follow you and you know kind of interact with you on there at all? Oh, dude, the big Insta, Spicy go. Ninja Sauce. Facebook, a little less, because basically um, being just a multiple-person show without a social media yeah. person, it's essentially me. So uh, I do primarily Insta, and then that just automatically nice. shoots to Facebook. But Instagram is the way. Definitely, man. Yeah. Excited, man. Exactly, man. Yeah, I am starting to run low on some spicy ninja sauce, so I'm going to have to place an order very soon. I actually have a cart queued up right now. Yep, yep. You guys just need to send me an email because hashtag special price. Yeah, I can dig that, mad man, about that, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm always hot sauce almost every meal. Almost every meal. I can't yeah, thank you guys it. enough. Dude, <laughs> you guys are epic. This has been the grooviest. This is. Oh, it's been a yeah, pleasure. Yeah, we appreciate man. you joining yeah. us, man. And yeah, and like you said, man, we'd be very happy yeah. when we could do this in person, yeah. man. You know, it's what like I mean? you said, so. COVID has you know brought us together in other ways. You know, I I I did mention the podcast to you when we originally met, and you know, yeah, and at that time yeah. we weren't doing it through Zoom, you know, yeah. and now it gave us opportunity to have these great conversations with people that we can't get to so easily, and we still can communicate, man. And it's yeah. a it's a lovely thing. Zoom sponsor the totally, pod. You feel me? Totally. <laughs> well you can find me at mr bd on instagram and i'm at young man old souls we're at quality goods tv for all the podcast stuff uh whatever content we're putting out we're, we're uh putting it out there and, exactly. and we got a little bit of merch if you want to support us in the meantime there's like a, a crew neck sweater that's available right now all of our there other garments go. they you know the production has slowed down due to covid so, uh, but you can buy yeah, a crew neck. Yeah. I know it's 
it's not really uh, summer attire. Exactly. Hey, but, but, uh, but step that sauce game up too. You know what I mean? Yes. Make sure that sauce game is right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So get your sauce on. Whether you uh, <laughs> just want want to add some flavor, you want to exactly. add some real heat. He's got something yep, yep. for you. But uh, thanks again, Chris. And uh, it's nice yeah, to get on you, Island Time for a little bit. <laughs> but uh, until next time, we out. Aloha. <laughs>